Episode of the Go Home Show, the Dirk Nowitzki episode number 41, giving you with the hot take, hot boy summer, hot girl summer, however you want to call it. New York is lit January, July 1st, or whatever you want to call it. We in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything. Chris coming hot. Oh, for the one we coming in hot. Damn, son. With the hot but it goes classic, too. I was about to say, it goes true because it's been very hot in New York City for those who have not. It's probably hot all over the world, but it's a different type of hot in New York. It's a different type of hot. Like, motherfuckers are out here getting freaky dicky on the dance floor any way, <laughs> shape, way, or form. On fucking studios, on cages. <laughs> Ooh. I was just like, this is June? When shit is yeah. fully open on July 1st? Yo, motherfuckers don't know how to act. There's going to be a lot of babies. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, now there's definitely gonna be a second baby boom. Some vax, a vax baby boom is on yeah. on the rise. Mm. It's gonna be, it gonna be interesting. Oh man, I don't, been, I don't even, I don't even know what to expect. It's been a lot unexpected, of unexpected. It's Just been a as lot long of as like, as long as you got your drink, your crew, and you got some game, you should be good this year in New York. Yeah. Honestly, I think every person who was out here living single for about a year in lockdown and quarantine got no ass, got no pussy, got no dick. It is a free for all. Yo, even if even if you have a white white jumper, white game, I think I think you should be good this summer. Yeah, as long as you're in the gym. Yeah, I don't even think you need a gym like that. I think if you if you were in the gym, I think you just have. A bigger advantage, but I think it's gonna be all hands on deck. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like one of those, like you ever watch the movies? It's like sort of like Super Bad. It's like, oh, I could be one of those guys. Like you know, one of yep. those guys. You know, it's it's usually not your night, but tonight's your night. It's gonna be a lot of mistakes, as we know. Dykeman gonna be popping. I, I think every block is gonna be popping. Washington Heights got a new movie out. They gonna be popping. Yeah, Brooklyn definitely gonna be popping. Uh, I, I'll let y'all know about Brooklyn. I, I'll give y'all the Brooklyn report when we check uh, in. Look, the Bronx already wilding. The Bronx is already wilding. Harlem is gonna be shaking. Queens is gonna be doing their thing. BK doing their thing. Staten Island can stay away. <laughs> like. Like, yeah, I know everybody has seen that infamous video that's been going around where, you know, homie that was on top of the cage, you know, top of the, top of the, you know, getting his hump on. Yo, I'm, I'm, I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm very convinced it's from the same place. There's two videos out there. Wait, which video are we talking about? Because. Which one you, are you you talking about uh, the, the, the shorty with the guy just straight up hitting the back onto some usher? Is that the one you're talking about? Oh no, I know. I seen that one too. I was talking about um, little homie. He was on like they was climbing up the gate. I was about to say, I think he talking oh, about the fence. So that like, was that, hell in the south shit. That was that around was my way. Time. That one was ahead of this time. 
You know what's mm-hmm. funny? Because I was on, I was like on one of my little homies, like, you know, he was on IG Live. And it was funny because early in the day, I had seen him in front of my building. He like, yo, I'm going to a cookout later. So I'm like, all right, you know, do your mm-hmm. thing. So then later on, I see him, I, I go on his IG Live. And then I see that exact video that's being shared around. Like, he was at that event. Like, I was watching it live. Like, oh, shit. So that was in the Bronx. Mm. So people in, on the fences on the Bronx. So the Bronx got the fences. I believe, I believe that was St. Mary's Park. Sounds about Mary. St. Mary's Park. Saints about Mary. <laughs> I, I know that park a little too well. Yeah. Yo, that's the... <laughs> St. Mary's Park, I know that place a little too well. A lot, a lot of activities of, happen at that park. A lot of activities. I still remember some of those girls that were walking out from St. Pius and Gompers. We know it was good. Gompers, oh, you took it back. Chill. I know what was up. Nah. The reason, see, because those, because like St. Mary's is like, like, and Gompers and stuff, it's like the back blocks. Mm. So it's like a lot of factories back. There's a whole lot of, so it's a lot of, you know, you're going to see a lot of backdoor action going on back then. So. Oh, they're going to be a lot of backdoor action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know how they got right. out there. Yeah. It's like, it's like mini Hunts Point. Mm. That's like the spring training of Hunts Point. That's the NXT of call-ups. I'm oh crying. <laughs> you said the NXT of call-ups. If oh. I'm lying, please tell me. Nah, you're not. You're not. That's one of those, you know, that's that area. Like, you you could be talking to a random person from the Bronx, and they tell you a story about that around that way. Ooh, let me tell you about my time. And I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you were, if you grew up in the South Bronx, my Haven area. That Hunts Point area, uh, Soundview, you name it, in the 70s and 80s, 90s, early 2000s, the old heads will tell you, like, ooh, let me tell you about that. It's such a glimmer in the eye, too. Mm. If the streets could talk. Indeed. Indeed. Well, we be listening. I'm looking forward to, like, what Chris said, this hot boy, hot home, everything type of summer. It's going to be a good one for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more like, who's taking me home tonight? Mm. Right. We, we, don't forget, fellas. Be the prize. Be the prize. Mm. If you said, who's taking me home tonight? It's going to be Liddy to a titty this summer. If you ain't getting laid this summer, that's by choice. Or something wrong with you. Right. However you get in it, don't matter. This is going to be a free-for-all. Okay? The strip clubs are going to be open. The clubs are going to be open. Indeed, um, will officially be open. Uh, it, it was a wild week, you know. We we seen some things we you know never seen before, entertainment <clears throat> wise. Nope. Well, we as well. Matter of fact, we have seen before us. Us, us three have. Other people probably don't if they don't watch wrestling. Nope. You know we what we you seen what as we call it a work going on. Oh, okay. You talking about Money May and yeah, Mister Logan Paul. Come on, we all knew that was a work. But no, some still... people like now some people like what Malcolm said. Some people who were on the bandwagon of like how you watch wrestling, wrestling's fake. They were captivated by the magic those two were putting out there. And they still they they scammed everybody. Everybody. Like yeah, y'all yeah, know that people don't understand there was not gonna be a winner, a loser. The only way a winner and a loser would have come out of this. If the ref would have stopped it because somebody got knocked out or couldn't defend himself. That didn't happen. 
you seen guys pulling punches. You know. You seen guys holding up people. Yep. It was a lot of but, people getting worked up, you know, online. But you know, us to us, you know, we know what it was. That shit was a work day. Part. Sounded it sounded fishy because, like Chris said, when they was talking about the info was coming out, they'd be like, "There will be no judges ringside." So, what type of fight is this? Yeah, Why yeah, am I paying pay per view dollars for this? I'm paying pay per view for a, a judgeless boxing fight. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because even like the undercard, right? The the, the Chad fight, they had no, yeah. no winner. That got scammed. They got and scammed then for real. And then for those, like, I mean, I didn't pay for that shit. So it's crazy how Showtime, the servers were down. Yeah. Really hard to fight anywhere else. Like, they were shutting that shit down. Nothing was working. And goddamn, they, they almost, they were even serious talks of them postponing the fight because it was starting to rain down in Miami. Mm. And it was coming well, down. It. They didn't have, like, any canopy or tarp, or, like, over the ring, like, wrestling, like, mania. No, they did. Okay. But with the people and everything else, because you got to remember, it's not like it's just going to be rain. When you're down in Florida, there's going to be some thunder. There's going to be some lightning. So, So when that happens, they have to clear everybody out because it's not safe. That same thing that happened at Mania. Like, they was like, well, we can't start. Yo, somebody, it's funny that you mentioned that. Somebody posted, you know, like the Soldier Boy meme, like, he stole my whole flow, and they was talking like about Vince. Mm. Like we did he should never bro. be. He should never be comparing himself to anybody. But the fight only proved like one thing because well, they're gonna get in the the boxing term. That's gold. They're gonna get the the rematch. Mm. You you know what's coming, and it, because that's what boxing does. Boxing is. Has very wrestling. Wrestling is in in boxing DNA to a high degree. People fix fights or they like throw them for that elusive rematch because it comes with the bigger purse and another payday. Mm. That is true. That is true. Because even after that Mayweather fight, you've seen other celebs and like boxers already angling fights. I've seen like the Greg already was setting up trying to, you know, get fights going. It's a big purse, you know. Mayweather got to pay a lot of money for that. Honestly, I can see, but you know, it's an avenue for this, and it's, I guess it shows like maybe the celebrity boxing, or maybe if if you have a, a name and you want to throw in the gloves and get in the ring, then fuck it. I think people want to buy it, like because like you just said, it's a free fall, and people there's really been no entertainment. And if you want to see Nate Robinson slug it out with, um, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> vanilla ice. Yo, vanilla ice is crazy. But I think that would be pretty cool. Like if like they had like some real athletes like mix and match, like throwing some boxes. But the thing is about boxes, they have to step up because unless you're trained for a boxing fight, you will get completely embarrassed by somebody who, mm-hmm. who has gone through that training. I think the 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 this is the the whole like I seen somebody like cause on the car. There was actually like boxing matches, and people mm-hmm. was like, "Nobody want to see that shit." They just want to see the celebrity <laughs> shit. See the celebrity shit, a real fight. Yuck. Yep. Fuck Don't that. Care. They need to get um. I'll give them money. They need to get the um Nick Khan versus Tony Khan 
I'm dying. <laughs> I watched that shit. The Raph of Khan. That was like that. Um, there was that that WCW pay per view where Eric Bischoff invited Vince, and they said he he was he was gonna show up, but it's I remember on, um Stephanie's graduation weekend. That oh, whole thing man. was a hoax. That is funny. Don't forget though, I I, I would because you know back in nineties pay per view was like legit because there was no internet really. It was nobody like streaming the shit like you never you ordered knew. it from pay per view. Well, once you got the hot box. Yeah, mm. if Girl, you don't have pay per view money or the hot box, you had to find out about it on Monday. Nah, you know for a fact the hot box was the way to go. Yeah, I my, my family statue limitations over. My family was a big believer in the hot box. Yeah, I was all, like, I was all NBA in the hot box. <laughs> mm. But no, like you said, it was pretty cool just watching a real. A boxing wrestling match being promoted to the to the masses and everybody eating it up. Like nigga, I took your hat. What is he like Kurt Angle? Yeah, like that whole shit was a fucking work. It was like, oh look at my god, look what's happening. How do you do that to Floyd? Floyd's gonna fuck him up. I'm like, bro, this is a fucking work. They they businessmen, they money men. They knew what was going on. Everybody gonna get paid that day. Exactly. That's what Floyd be like. Yo, look, I'm gonna book you with a fight because. I see you got your own little following. You yeah. Bigger bag. He like, look, when we get in the ring, I might fuck you up for a little bit, though. Like, that's just how it is. I got to make it look nice. Like, you might get hit. You're going to hit me. But at the end of the day, we still going to cake up. Yo, there was also one part that got me going. So, you know when they do the tail of the tape? Mm-hmm. I'm mad. They, at the bottom, they were talking about who had the most followers. No, I was no. like, yo, is this what we've come to? Is this the stat now? Cause that was the only stack going for Paul, right? <laughs> the followers shaking my head. Did they? Did they? They didn't put the um. He was at Mania. Say that again. People, they didn't right, put on the on the poll stat that he was at Mania that he took a stunner. Yeah, I was about to say yo with his recent fights. I could see them bringing him back for another WrestleMania match. It could happen. Fuck it. If they want to keep a celeb ball, they, they can have him throw him out there with Bad Bunny. Mm, mm. Okay, you now you're booking, T. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right, nah, right. okay. okay. A little bit of booking, but um, from one pay-per-view to the other, we also had um Double or Nothing from All Elite side, and I thought that was um I thought that was a great show. Another like very good quality pay-per-view from the folks down in Jacksonville. It was delightful. It was fantastic. Can't complain. You know, the match from top to bottom was great. Sting showed up. He was wrestling fantastic. You know, Kenny Omega, the the the, the ultimate ultimate bout machine. You know, fantastic six stars. What can I say? Are you are you doing your best Mosa impression? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. It was great. Yeah, it, was, it was a yeah. It was a, the triple threat was um great. I seen some people like angling like early on before the match. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people wasn't gonna be mad like if like Cassidy won. Like it was. I seen a lot of push for Cassidy. You know what it is? He he he's gonna get the belt one day. He's gonna get it one day. It's not it's not gonna be soon, but he's gonna get it one day, and it's gonna be funny. Yeah. 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 
don't need to, you know, this, we don't need to, like, rush things. It'll happen. He'll get his time. Yeah, like, right now, him even being in the main event for the belt. Need. Yeah. But he'll get it one day, and that shit will be lit. Because <laughs> no one knew who, who OC was, like, two years ago. Mm-mm. Unless you was like really like some indie guy or like yeah. a real, because like we said this before on our show, he's he's probably one of their most, um, he gets the most eyeballs because of his shtick, yeah. of the hands in the pockets. Like like we said, man, plenty of time people are like who the fuck is this white guy jumping? He's like, yo, and he's cool like, yo I love cucumber. it. They're like, I love it. Yeah, like like I like we were saying like when we first started this you know podcast like one like before AEW even I. At their first show, a lot of people was like online that don't even watch us, and it's like, who the hell is this guy? He got his hand in the pot, he got the shades on. Like my man's like Rico Suave out there, <laughs> and with the denim jacket, mm. the Canadian tuxedo, mm-hmm. like inhaling from whatever. But honestly, it's his whole package. It just it just fits, and he'll he'll get there one day. But yeah, I thought the triple threat was cool. I liked the, um how they integrated everybody. Um, I would say my highlight of the night was my personal favorite Britt Baker walking away with gold. About time, over the do. Yeah, but I think it came at the right moment because I think they didn't want to pull the trigger unless like a good crowd was in the building. And I know we said we you can't book like that, especially with the pandemic. But yeah. I think they really wanted to give her that first big crowd moment because honestly. Her reign was created off of the crowds not being there, and she was getting over kind of like online. Yeah, yeah. She, she she was um she probably like the only one on the roster that that was over that didn't need the belt. Like, like you see how you said right now, like you know, it just like perfect timing. But she was still good without the belt either way. But it was mm-hmm. definitely like the perfect time to give her the belt. That's for damn sure. And it's not taking away from her, um from Sheeta. She had an absolutely fantastic run, like yeah. But I know somebody got on, canned. Okay. Somebody got canned. Oh, somebody got yeah. Spanish guy, you can't be making jokes like that. I was like, man, bro, you made us look bad. You know what it is? Because he thought he was low. He thought he was on the Spanish commentary. And nobody was going to report it. Them, the mics are on. They was just like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> He's like, oh, hello, how you doing? I was like, nope. He gonna get, he got canceled real quick. But it was bound to happen because as a company, you can't say I was Spanish oh. and now a person is making fun of your heritage and still keep them on board, especially in this day and age. Hell no. It's like no tolerance across the board. So like, it didn't matter who it was. If you were making like, if you were making fun of somebody, you were probably gonna get canceled. I think Don Callis could get away with it. Well, what? Because he's 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 on full heel mode right now. Yeah. <laughs> nah, they, they, that right now it's a it's a little sensitive. I think uh, with all the especially with all the Asian uh, anti hate thing campaign right now, like also, they they true. they're trying to be like, yo, we can't we can't do this. You already had somebody already killed himself last year. That is very true. Like we 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 don't we don't need this. And potentially they want a relationship with um New Japan. So how yeah. you? <laughs> I think it's not even just New Japan. I think it's also like 
just the sponsors and everything else. Like you're you're also in the business to to make money and become and having a very attractive product. So mm-hmm. it's like shit like that is like, look, we get it. You know, we do believe that it wasn't malicious. Like you were just trying to, you know, you're you're goofing off, but you can't do it. There's a time and a place for it. That wasn't it. Yeah, that was not especially on Michael. Yeah. So it's a, that's gonna be a no for me, dog. I also say the um the stadium stampede was lit, and I love how like AW and like their first couple of years they kind of have two like highlight signature matches with Blood and Guts and Stadium Stampede. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it probably it probably is going to be like their version of the War Games, where like yeah. factions. Hey, Stadium Stampede. It probably might take that. You know what it is? It kind of restores the feeling of what Hell in a Cell used to be like. In what way? Like hearing, like maybe like down the line, if they don't overuse it, maybe like, like next year, whoever like there's a faction war or whatever, and next thing you know, you know what? We're gonna take this. We can't do this in the ring. We gotta go somewhere else. Stadium Stampede. Because you remember, like when people used to say Hell in a Cell when WWE program all. The shit hit the fan. Oh, and it's <laughs> so hopefully they bring um stadium stampede brings that feeling back. And it, it's been cool with the second one, and I can already see like uh, with the creativity they have down there with the writers, the wrestlers. Yeah, there's gonna be ton, way more spots that can come up with in that stadium. And shit, now they're touring. There might be in other stadiums now. Yeah, I, I think they might. Is it? I'm assuming they're keeping it at some like low, like low, you know, attend arenas. I don't know if it's going to be anything huge. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm also because we all know like the um one of the owners of the Jaguars is is affiliated with um AEW, and it's a small club. And if you're part of it, he could be like, hey. The dude in Cincinnati, yo, let me get the Bengals Stadium for this Sunday. I got AEW. Like, all right, just pay me. I can use it. Um, I don't know. I don't really? Know. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think uh, that's just wishful thinking. Yeah, but I can that... see, like I said, once they go back on tour, just to like sprucing it up, so we don't we don't always see a stadium stampede at like the Jacksonville mm-hmm. Arena. They they like they would have to do it. Like it would have to be. Like a, a certain time frame of, of the year, because I know, you know, with everything opening back up, they can't do that like during training camp. Uh, but training camp they usually have like facilities. They don't even use like the, the yeah, yeah arena. But, but like you could tell, like they'll be like already like revving stuff up, like. Okay, yeah, that's true. It, it just got comes down to like com- commitments, because I know a Master Square Garden, like um. Like agents or tour bookers, they have to like get a date in advance, like like a year yeah. and a half before. It's just depending on availability. Availability. Well, before we jump into other um news, I do want to give a shout out to Sting. Um, that also is another highlight. Seeing Sting wrestle in a ring full of crowds in the year of twenty twenty one was amazing to watch. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> And, and, like, watching it, I kind of had, like, an epiphany. And I was like, this is what really what AEW is about. Mm-hmm. It's about maybe a second chance or just 
literally like a second chance for talent that's not in the WWE zone. Sting could have came out. He and you could tell like he had his the handcuffs are off. Like if he wanted to do something, he can do it in front of AEW because this is a different type of show. But to see the fans react to Sting like this and give him the love he truly deserves, it, it was really cool to watch. He's like, give me some loving. I ain't dead, motherfucker. <laughs> but you're right, though. Once we thought um, Sting hit that buckle bomb, we all thought he was done. Damn it, Seth Rollins. Damn it, Seth. <laughs> and then him and Darby is money. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, an AEW person ends up with, like, a talk show going forward on, like, TNT. You said ends up with a talk show or on a talk show? I mean, like, it could happen. It could happen. It could um, happen. <laughs> y'all got anything else from Double or Nothing before we jump into um the the show after and the, and the major reveal? The major reveal. Oh no! Major. Before we jump to also, um, shout out to the fans because we said this before going on the air, but um, having like a packed house, watching the wrestling product and reacting to it, you can really tell the difference. And I'm not trying to knock down WWE for Thunderdome because they had to do what they had to do, but not nothing beats a live crowd, a live hot crowd. It was a huge difference. Huge difference. Long time coming. Uh, I know everybody's. Been, most people are gonna start touring again. Uh, North America next month. Yeah. Who's touring? U.S. Um, WWE. Uh, same thing with AEW. Um, I haven't gotten any confirmation yet from uh from Ring of Honor. I know um MLW. They're gonna start doing their thing. And and um NWA they're gonna start touring. Yeah. Year. So it's, I think it's pretty much like it's gonna be open season for a lot of people. And a lot of talent is out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some but, for the best, some for not. True. Well, I was like one that's off the board is Mr. Andrade El Idolo. Is all elite and. They've had a lot of signings, but I think Andrade is a top five signing for them. Top five, top five. Because he's already coming in as a star. And, you know, he has that WWE, I left WWE type of buzz that all ex-Connecticut wrestlers get. But he also is very young, and he can also grow with the company. I'm very curious to see how it works. Yeah. That's the only. That's the one thing I can say. I'm very curious to see how some of the things are going to play out. Here's here's my thing though, right? So, AEW's been off on on Wednesdays, right? They've been on Fridays at the mm-hmm. SmackDown. So they just had double or nothing. Which, by the way, they got hurt uh, with those Friday ratings. Yeah, yeah. Friday, Friday, that fr- like Friday night. That's not good for wrestling. People out there getting lit and. Especially at the tent, like you having a show on at the tent, right? So yeah, so people going Andrade, to bed. So when Andrade debuted, he came on around like close to like eleven o'clock. Why not have 
somebody that's a hot free agent that's coming in the company hot that everybody's Ooh. buzzing about, why not Ooh. have him come on and make a debut on your pay per view with live crowd? Like, who? 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 That is very true. Instead Ooh. of having him come out, because when he came out, Vicky Guerrero came out with him, and people was confused at what was going on. Yeah, because he's never really associated with Vicky unless they go, they're trying to go with the the Eddie type of tie-in. The mouthpiece. Where she was like, I was around Eddie, and he was great. You remind me of Eddie. You my yeah. new Eddie. Yeah, so it's like, why why not just debut him on, on Double or Nothing instead of on a Friday night? Um, I If you really guys look at the history, anytime after Double or Nothing or after a paper, one of their big pay-per-views, there's always a surprise. Yeah. You have, you have to. You, it doesn't all have to be in the pay-per-view. Like, that's what we also miss, like, but it's, you, but it's, it's a, not even the point of the pay per view. It was just the point of the context of this fact that they got pushed off their regular slot. And oh, absolutely. Yeah, because y'all game the same with early? that solo Wednesday. Like you would have to do it early. But you know, if you can't watch it, you can't watch it. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with Andrade though. And you know what it is. I told y'all before. Andrade's in the house now. Don't mm. be surprised that there's some back channels to Charlotte and Rick. Mm-hmm. I told y'all. I told y'all. You know, they this can always they can always be a reunion of the four horsemen. That's what I keep saying. You got double A, you got Tully. You throw a little Rick in there. You got three fourths already. Like it can happen. And then, like the shit that we said before, with Big Show and Sting being on TNT, you telling me like down south they hear Ric Flair on TNT, they're not gonna be oh they're gonna be too moving to TBS though, but still they're gonna be on se- quarterly. Then they just signed uh, Sexual Chocolate. Like so, that's what I'm saying. Don't I, I really feel like since Andrade's in the house, don't Nick Khan, not Nick Khan, Tony. I think he got his eyes shot on his eyes set on Charlotte. Yeah. Which is not a stupid thing to do. She comes in with major star power. Absolutely. Like, if Charlotte was to ever really make that move, like, that is, that's a huge, huge blow. That's like, that's, that's a, that's a really huge, huge signing. I can see it happening. Because the thing is, like, also with Charlotte, I get WWE is like, yo, you are franchise piece. You are, this, that, and the third, but they've given her so much already. Like, how far can she go? You know she's what I mean? Like, she's already like a twenty-time women's champion. So I, I'm not. I don't know what she thinks. So maybe she's content with the money. But you know how? Like, I know that's one of the reasons Taz left in ECW. He said he he done everything he could do. There's nothing for him to really. He just want a new challenge. So Charlotte was like, I I want a new challenge, and she'll be the de facto number <laughs> one person in that division. I can see it happening. I mean, if, if, if. I didn't know how contract. We don't know how long. Or if they, WWE was like, fuck it, you can go too. You know, they chopping off niggas like crazy down there right now. Well, <laughs> you know, the cuts ain't over. Oh, yeah. More cuts on the way. More cuts on the way. So, you know, kind of just like even digging into it. 
They have, they, you know, no one knows what's going on. Like that's just that's just number one. No one knows really what's going on. Um, some have been saying that apparently they're they're just trying to dump as much asset as possible. Um, the company WWE apparently might be on the market, mm-hmm. and they're just trying to gut any type of you know and, and any type of high payroll that they have available, which yeah, it makes it look more um. Makes it more look more appealing to like buyers. Yeah. Um and from what it looks like, there's gonna be some more call-ups. There's gonna be some NXT. Um, not only just NXT, NXT UK. Yes, sir. Um, you know, you heard it from the from my own from the Chris's dirt sheets. <laughs> now that's something on OnlyFans. Um, but that's that's what they're that's that's the uh the word on the block is there, you know, there's still going to be some more cuts. Um, so there's going to be some call-ups. Um, what Daddy Vincent Creative is looking is more, uh, they're looking for more character. They're looking for more pizzazz. Not looking for just wrestlers, and I get it. I understand it a thousand percent. Like, there's not a lot of characters out here. No, it's really not. You know, and I hey. think that's what, he's, what they're looking for. That's I. That's why I guess like they uh they brought up uh Rick Boos. Oh, when did they mm. bring him up? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I'm gonna knock him, knock him over. Yeah, you know he's done a he's done a lot of shit um down at NXT, and then even when they were doing a lot of the old spice stuff, like you know they've been really big where with him where they feel like they can write for him, and that's really comes down on the creative part. They're like, hey, if I like this guy enough where I can write something for him you're good when you're just like oh we have to somehow get this person involved in a in a storyline you're like well i mean i don't really know this person what does he <laughs> have to offer you know so it's i i don't know i don't know how the decisions get made i couldn't tell you how there's not you know people are like oh vince hates everybody vince only wants this is like yeah, shut the fuck up Nah, but you know what i think it is too you're very true the characters were lacking yeah, and I don't know if that's because of who Triple H signed, and we don't know if that's because of what creative tried to give out to those people. But that's definitely something from WWE's programming that you can tell the stark difference is like there's nobody that's really have a character to keep you, yeah, glued or like ready to watch next week's episode. That that's that's one of my my theories too with NXT as much as they. Make a lot of star, a lot of people down there make you know look good. Mm-hmm. At the same time, they show a lot of people's strengths down there, but at the same time, they had a lot of people's weaknesses because a lot of people that come in there are you know wrestlers from the indies and they don't have much character. And, or a person that's coming up from uh, like a PC, like somebody that they trained in house. Yeah, so a lot of the times you get somebody, they could have a great bounce. He's like, yeah, they have a lot of great matches, and then they get pushed up to, like, Raw or SmackDown, and then it's like, all right, what is this character, though? Like, what is this person? Is this person have great mic work? Could this person, like, get into good storylines? And then a lot of the times, it's like, that's not the case. Like, if one thing for sure, like, we've seen, right, with Bailey, right? Bailey had a character that was going great for her, right? On NXT. Mm-hmm. They called her the female John Cena. That worked out <laughs> Crazy good. We don't female John Cena. That worked. 
that worked perfect. Like everybody, you know, saw great things of Bailey. Then she got on Raw. Didn't really work. It didn't translate the same. And, you know, mm-hmm. for a while, for a few, two years or so, she was just stuck in the mud. Then, you know, usually, you know, sometimes we always knock on um, WWE for this. Once they done with you, they done with you. They went a new route with Bailey, and it worked out. She had a great reign. You know, sometimes they don't always get that right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hopefully going forward, you know, they start to look at things in the pipeline. Like, all right, we got to do more for these people character-wise. No, they do. And, and that's something I've brought up on the show before, and I think we all kind of agreed. Like, if there's going to be a call-up, there at least needs to be, like, an espionage with the people that's handled said call-up and also to the main roster. Because I feel like they get to the main roster and they, they arrive backstage and they're like, all right, what did you do last week? Like, who are you? Like, there needs, <laughs> like, needs to be, like, why this character is doing this because – We've seen a lot of times somebody has, like, a lot of steam and then they get on the main roster and they just, like, putter out. You know what I feel they should do? What's up? You know how they, you know how they have the draft for talent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have a draft for creative. I said it. Hmm. Why not? Because there's, there's three creative teams. You have NXT, you have SmackDown, and you have Raw. Why not how Vince McMahon says, let's shake things up. Because that's a huge disconnect. There's a lot of things that just doesn't translate over into NXT, and I don't want any... You have the the stupid marks that would be like, oh, that's NXT, you know, that's a third brand, that's like minor leagues, I'm a WWE person. Like, <laughs> minor leagues. <laughs> minor leagues, man. Like, they're, not really, they're not really up there, man. You know, I only watch Raw and SmackDown. Everything else is uh, subpar to me. But it's it really just comes down to where the creative part of it, it's like, it's shit. And I get, so, you know, I get that sometimes from a performer standpoint, you have to be able to adapt some way. You know, even John Cena said it himself, like, there's been plenty of times I've been given shit, shit that stinks so bad that I don't even know how I'm able to even spin this. And somehow you just have to somehow make it work. Some people, yeah. have to, some people, you know, sometimes do have to be able, you know, you have to kind of carry them and, and push them up a little bit. It's mm-hmm. funny that you mentioned the creative part because the same people that run Raw is the same people that run SmackDown. There's two different shows. Yeah. You can't believe it. You ain't you think like nah, it's a whole different team running the show. Yep. I think sometimes they overextend themselves with it's like y'all running two shows with the same creative and a lot of the stuff that y'all might put a lot of energy into like SmackDown and great storylines and then my time is raw and it's like this shit is, it's just shit. There's it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like, you know how pitchers have their own personal catchers? Why can't, you know, like, why why can't performers be like, all right, look, I want this person to write for me. This this person's been writing for me for a while. I want to bring him along with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think, I think back in the day, they did have that. I'm a um, homie that runs um, J- um the Rocks show now, the Young Rock. He was yeah. the Rocks writer on when he was on wrestling. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, like um, I forgot his name too. I think Brian something, but he was like he wrote all the rock scripts and like he was like they used to say that's the rock's guy, or he wrote for like Chris Jericho, like he wrote wrote for certain guys, and everybody had like certain people that wrote for them. Now I mean, it, it kind of, but like you said, there needs to be a shakeup in 
shit like that needs to happen because yeah, it's not work. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, because that's also an asset in their company. This is not like they plucking somebody from like Ring of Honor or fucking, what's the other shit in um, Progress. So, you know, these are WWE guys, like, and you're supposed to like get the best out of them. Mm-hmm. Your job is not to take a WWE guy who your company has invested money into and resources and just like, all right, fuck it, let's make him look like a buffoon on TV and just throw him out the window. Like, you're not supposed to do that. Nope. Yeah, speaking you know, of putting people, um, what's up? You know, Alistair. Mm-hmm. They put a lot of, you know, right before the cutting, he had a lot of vignettes. You know, they had, they had, they did, did a new theme song that he even like previewed on his Twitch. You know, Usually somebody like that, you know, they put a lot of money into, especially um, since he, he made that little debut, re-debut. Um, my opinion, um, I can see them re-signing Alistair. Yeah, I already seen talks about that. Um, or they just wanted him out of his that that big deal, or like the they just want to get out of that money. I don't know. Okay. I don't know, Poppy. I don't know. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, rumors that they was like very confused why Alistair was cut. Yeah, even he was like, "Why? But why is my name on this list?" Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I honestly, I, I do believe that he they could possibly resign him because if you really look at the roster, like they really gutted everything. The main roster has been gutted. Main roster has been gutted uh, from both sides. Blue and red, male and female, male and female. But there's there's definitely going to be some call ups. Um, I for, and you know who I, I, I you know I was kind of thinking about earlier before we we got on like I was kind of like thinking like okay who who can they bring up? Yeah, you know, play, let's play that game real quick. Um, you know, I was like, all right, like name like one male, one female. How about we do that? For, um, for for both sides of the brand or just don't matter. Let's say like one male, one female, NXT, um, whether it's you know, or UK, whatever, do you think like we can possibly see this person come up? Um, uh, well, it's funny that you said that before we got on. Um NXT UK had their women's match, right? Their women's title match. Yeah. So we all know um Kaylee Ray, she you know she had a big run, mm-hmm. and she just lost the belt. And she's somebody that's look, she's prime ready. Yeah. So I don't know if she's gonna go through NXT and then come up, or they're just gonna put on Raw or SmackDown. That's somebody they could use. Um, I'll give two. It has to be um, uh, Adam Cole and Tyler Bate. Hmm. Hmm. Tyler Bate has not got an official like run, and there is money in Tyler Bate. Yeah, yeah. For me, on the women's, I have to go with uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, yeah. She looks main roster. She even looks like that's why I don't think I never really got like maybe fully behind her in NXT because I just know she's she looks more main roster ready. 
I don't know. Like I've always, I've always been a a, a pretty a, a good fan of her because I still remember her when she was on Tough Enough. Yeah, and uh, I remember she got hurt, but she's someone that I can definitely see. I, I I would always, I always think that she will always be an NXT girl, but I feel like she is someone that has a lot to offer. A lot to offer. Yeah, everything they've thrown at her so far on NXT, she's body. Um, in terms of like male, um, I don't know. A, a lot of things can happen. Um, despite the the despite of pop belief, I could probably kind of see. I could probably see Adam Cole moving up. Yeah, I think it's about time, especially now since he's not a. Like the undisputed era is not coming as a package. Yeah. Cause like I said in the prior episode, now like if if we don't know what the cuts, but let's say all four all four competitors are in a show in a couple of years or even whatever, you can always do the re the re the reunion storyline now on the main roster. Mm-hmm. So exactly. now the casual fans aren't being left out. Yep. They always got that in the back pocket. Two other people that I can see possibly making the jump, like I do like Lex, uh, Dexter Loomis. Mm. I feel like he, I feel like he needs another, like another maybe. I want to say maybe like around Survivor Series or Royal Rumble. I yeah. just feel like he needs a few more months. Because, and this is the thing, I feel like someone like Dexter Loomis, uh, and I'm gonna, I'm putting it honestly out there, I think. I don't know what it is, but I feel like that's some something like that Vince can touch and do something with. I, I, um, I think, um, I think I don't <laughs> it'll know be the better happen. version of DDP's first run. Yeah. Oh no, that, that's I, that's we we, we the <laughs> no recollection of that. <laughs> I think, um, I think, um, Cross is coming up soon. Um. He's get, he, he's I, guess, getting, I can see him at the next year mania if if he comes up. I think you know why because with his style, like the monster type, that doesn't really work. Mm-hmm. See, him um, no selling, him him like that doesn't NXT. They they wrestlers are it's back and forth. There's a whole lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on. His like even I don't know if y'all seen NXT last week. Like um Adam Cole was talking about it when he like just killed them. And he said, yo, they got to build up smoke and mirrors for you to look special. For me, all yeah. they got to do is ring the bell. And that's... Yeah. Be like, oh. His, his, his production, like, the way that they bring him out is great for Raw SmackDown. True. But as we see, like, once once somebody with, like, great presentation on Wednesdays jump to one of these shows, they all get lost. Because somebody in the back is like, what is this? I don't like it. Let's change it. And then it loses like, no, everything. No. But then they do the same thing with a wrestling type, too, that they don't got too much character with, too. So, either like, it, after a while, it gets to the point where you can't run from it. Like, they got to yeah, make it. And it, it just falls down to the decision makers. And for the past couple of years, they've had some bad decision makers back there. Like, we wouldn't be complaining right now if they had people doing the right things. But they, like, they, also made, Go ahead, bro. But they also they also have made have made great decisions too. Uh, or past people that came up, they made two big risks this um WrestleMania of making 
Rhea and Bianca champions. True. But like we always say, I feel like there's much more talent that they give the cold shoulder to than try to prop up. Like Ricochet, you telling me I understand homeboy's promo skills is probably bad, but you telling me you can't you don't have a spot for this dude? Yeah. Who who can get you viral with, with some shit he can do in the ring and you guys are looking for people to watch your show? Yeah. I I cause I'm gonna be serious. Like I can, I can watch him and Ali go at it every day. Yeah, they have some bangers on on uh, main event, main event two hundred five. You name it. Like, um, it's it is it's interesting. No, and yeah. I think overall with like WWE, um, I was gonna say like. It just feels like from like top to bottom, things just need to get more fresher. And I think maybe with these call ups, it can help get back to that level. Because about for the about for like a decade and some change, like everything has felt samey. Like everybody's kind of like in the same spots. Nobody's really like ascended up and down the card. No, you know, and I'm also very interesting, like to see what the latest has been between the uh, WWE and possible New Japan uh, partnership. You know, that's that's something that I'm very interested and very intrigued to know, like, what's going to happen with that. Even though Tony Khan before um, Double or Nothing stated that only one Khan is going to have business with New Japan. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's and, true. That and it's, true. Uh, it's a work at the same time. It's like, what makes you think that somehow the the forbidden door is open? Because, mm. like, if it was all three eat. Why not all three? Like, why all of a sudden? I'm playing favorites. Why, why? Why would you mention that? If it wasn't a thing, why mention it? You know, so I feel like a lot can a lot happens. I don't know, and it just leaves everything open up to the imagination. Yeah, I think I think New Japan's doing a smart thing of at this point they they they're, they're attractive girls, so they're looking at the high bidder. They're looking at looking at the best offers. Yeah, they flirting. They flirting, getting yeah. a little dinner. Yeah. Like, hey, Nikon. Hey, Tony. This is what they doing. This is what Tony doing. Especially with everything that happened in the past year with New Japan. So it's like, we got to, you know, build ourselves up, you know. I was going to say, speaking from the the great words of Eddie Murphy, taken from Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? Eddie, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> That's how New Japan is rolling right now. Like, what have you done for me lately? Hmm. And the thing is, I think also maybe New Japan also maybe kind of like not all the way with like WWE's because like, yo, bro, you took Shinsuke away from us. Why hasn't he really done all that he can do? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, so we're but not going to bring over Okada and Naito just to make them look like fools on Fox and Smack and, and USA. We ain't in the business of doing that. Yeah. But if anything, New Japan got more of a gripe with AEW with the whole elite leaving, you know, that that left a bad taste in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it did because we, like, we documented they, they, that elite was supposed to be their expansion into the U.S. because the elite, and they were smart because now they built the whole company up off of that following. But you could tell those five, six people were the hottest thing going in, in the United States at the time. Hottest mm. bullet club shirts up and down 
mm-hmm. streets and variations. Not even the original logo. You had fucking Penguin Club, the Young Bucks t-shirt, Cody's t-shirt. All of that shit was all over the place. That shit was moving. Mm-hmm. That shit was moving. You see that shit all over the city. I'm about to say because they were like five indie wrestlers getting a hot topic deal. That shit has we don't that wasn't unheard of. That was the new shit. Funko came calling. It was like, yo, can we make you guys into Funko Pops? Oh, y'all not signed to a company? All right, whatever. We just throw y'all all the bread. I'm like, all right, bet. Give me a Funko Pop. But I, like you said, I wish the Forbidden Door, I think to make it the real Forbidden Door, I would love to see if WWE, AEW, and New Japan, and Impact also, because they're part of this Forbidden Door. Like, let everybody, because at the end of the day, if you guys all do that, then we win. And everybody's happy. You get a call. You get a you, call. You get one. You get one. Everybody gets one. Everybody look under their chairs. Let's let's have the young bucks interrupt Roman Reigns during one of his promos, and you won't tell me that shit won't go viral. Mm. I mean, and that's why I'm kind of like even excited. Like, what's to say maybe something happens in you know at SummerSlam? You know, they're they're painting this as like all hands on deck. Like, they're gonna use every resource possible to make this like huge. Yeah, and, like, and like I said, isn't like all in like a few weeks after? Yeah, it's the first week of uh, September. Mm. So, you, like you said, if something happens in SummerSlam, you can use all in, which that that's was the basis of the name. It was like everybody is all in, and now we can take that shit to another level. Like, who's gonna be the first one to appear somewhere? Mm. Ooh, ooh, Summer, speaking of SummerSlam. All hands on deck. All hands on deck. Have y'all have y'all seen who's gonna who has the theme song for SummerSlam? Who's Ooh. got the theme? The BX own Cardi B. Yeah, for um, honestly, I don't know how cool about that. <laughs> well, about how, how, how having this theme song, and I'm hearing that that's she's gonna have more than the theme song in play for SummerSlam. She want a match? I don't know if it's a match. It could be hosting. I can see Bad Bunny, because I'm pretty sure Bad Bunny was like, yo, these niggas treating me right. <laughs> you see the bad WWE, And WWE has seen, like, if you if you get the right person with the star following, they will follow. People follow Bad Bunny to USA on the road to WrestleMania, and Cardi B would make people think about her. A lot of people like Cardi B, especially... That something something that's scarce in the wrestling world, females. Mm-hmm. Females will flock to fucking what Las Vegas to watch Cardi B if she's out on that show. And anybody that throws a great party knows it's only a great party if the females is popping. True. That is facts. Mm-hmm. Niggas might finally start washing and taking showers if, if females start flocking to wrestling events. I'm dying. <laughs> I ain't trying to get embarrassed. Oh. No more neck beards. You're like, well, I got, I got to put on my good shit. I'm going to Monday Night Raw. But I, I like that though. I think Cardi B, like I said, if we got to see what she's um going to um what she's going to do. But I think maybe WWE, if this goes well, they might look into a celebrity division. A celebrity? They gonna do like Please. boxing? <laughs> I can see it. 
have Bad Bunny lead that shit. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of celebrities out there that, and that's the thing too. You got to make sure that's in good taste and that these people can work. But look at Pat McAfee. I already said a Pat McAfee Bad Bunny matchup. Yeah, that would that would do bread and attention. My man T is booking. He's just like I'm on a boat. <laughs> He's like I'm thinking long term here. Watch out, Tony Khan. Nah, that too. And then I was also thinking AEW. I don't know how they want to reword it, but I think they should do like a, a X WWE type of division. <laughs> the X I think I think, I think TNA tried that. Yeah, miserably. Yeah, but I think I think if they could get this one right, because also it goes to the competition. But I feel like. Those group of people that have come down from Connecticut, if you could give them like something special to like fight over or give them like a certain lineage or a certain aura, I think they'll play well into the product. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, you know, I could see you know Tony Khan and them just like you know, we just try and walk our own territory. Yeah, yeah, but Mark Henry, I did not know he was coming to all elite. That was shocking. Actual chocolate making it all double enough. I would love to see Edge's contract. My man Mark been with the company 25 years. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, I think we also, because it seems like Jeff Hardy not happy. If Jeff Hardy makes the jump, I'm going to be surprised if they go after Edge and try to get, like, some Hardys versus Edge, like a send-off. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Cause I think Edge nah. would already made the move when he had the chance to make the move. No, but I think I think coming back, I think he had to come back with WWE. You can't like be a WWE guy, get yourself back together, and then be like, I throw the deuces up to Vince and be like, I'm going to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I think like if um, like I don't know what his contract is like, but. If it's coming up soon, and like I said, if Jeff Hardy comes over, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they do try to make a run at grabbing both um, Jeff and Edge to like reunite the Edge and Christian and Hardy Boys on their shows. Um, before we get out of here, y'all want to um, talk about that um, in your house call real quick? Yeah, we could do that. Um, hold up, bro. Yeah, we gonna invite Chris. Um, yeah, yeah. One second. Got the yeah, I got the card ready. Got in your house part two NXT style. I'm at the actually. What's that site that you said you use sometimes for the for the voice clippings? Um, um, headliner. Yeah, I'm gonna start doing those, especially with uh this episode. I meant to do that for last week, but going forward, I'm gonna start making some more, so you don't gotta worry about that. Also, yeah, I can. Yeah, I'll, I'll text you the um the um site for headliner. But yeah, um, we got in your house coming up this week. They yeah, definitely snuck up on. Um, are we still gonna do without him? No, we we just set up the card right now. Okay. 
Because I heard yeah, that I little heard... blue, blue, but I, I thought it was me. Yeah, I feel like this is this is like the last NXT, like as we were talking about with the call-ups, like this is the last one before the call-ups. Oh, like the last two where I could feel that. Because like even with the main event match, you got these five guys, Cross, you know, Adam Cole, Johnny, Pete. Like one of these guys definitely for sure. Going up. Yeah. That's definitely a... You know, hey, you know, Triple H going, hey, one of y'all going up. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. Y'all can fight over in the back. One of y'all going up. <laughs> like, gotta be one. Like, imagine they in the back and, like, Kyle just looks at Adam. <laughs> he was like, it's like, sorry, bro. It's your turn. It's your turn, Cole. But like it's it's yeah it's time though it's a couple of guys though if you look at the card that's like all right you've been here it's for been a there for a minute yeah I guess he definitely Chompa moving up yeah um Chompa definitely Chompa's definitely like a grandpa in NXT now <laughs> like sometimes I watch NXT now I was like oh is this the you an old head you an old head. <laughs> It'd be like sometimes it's like you ever see, you see like when somebody like doesn't complete the full full four years of high school and they still around, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh y'all, you still here? Like you ain't graduated last year? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you been here for a little minutes, huh? You how many how many takeovers you got in you? Like I think Johnny got like he got wild takeovers, like. Nah, it's like calling Mister Takeover. It's like, yo, Johnny, you you been here for a little minute now, son. You it feel like you've been here longer than Triple H. I'm crying. He's stupid, bro. Like, it was like, yo, Johnny been here for so long and chomping though. It's like y'all might as well be a producer on this shit. That dudes ain't Triple H ain't giving me out here for shit. But then Triple H was saying today he had like a controversial um he did like a media call before in your house. Mm-hmm. He was like, Yeah, you know, sometimes you know everything ain't what it seems. Some people not getting called up. Some people probably are. Cause they was asking him like how how do you feel? Like sort of how we was talking about like that certain people that get called up, it doesn't work out for them when they go on the main roster. Yeah. And he was like, sometimes it's not even about like He's like, sometimes it's like about like timing, timing of things. You know, certain things just don't work out. That's very true. Some things just don't work out. Not everything is going to be a hit. Yeah, we didn't even talk about it, but I was, uh, we were definitely surprised about Braun. Yeah, that that was, that was very big. Like, um, his name stuck out the most because, like you said, they built them up to be very, no pun intended, very big and like a, a stable of their star power. So for him to um so for him to like be gone so suddenly like yeah. wow. Cause Braun was just in the he was just in the main event, last pay-per-view. He was in a triple threat match. Like it's not even it haven't been a full year since he was like last champion too. Like I think he was probably like the biggest cut ever. Especially, especially like contract wise, because I know that Braun had a big contract. That was probably one of the reasons they they, they cut him. Mm-hmm. 
But then, you know, they saying reports today, like some of the people that got cut is like temporary. And they'll be back later. Yeah, like probably they want to restructure deals and stuff like that. I'm like, nigga, restructure. Who this nigga, Vince, nigga, is Jerry Jones? Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he is. Like, Jerry Jones? Wrong. We're going to have to talk about this deal. Yeah. That's a lot of money getting there. We was chatting about bronze release. Uh, and then we was about to hit up the uh, takeover card. Oh, Malcolm was talking about how he believes um one of the five guys um in the main event has to like be going up. Maybe Pete. Who knows? I don't. Know. I would like to see. I feel like Pete done like because he's done UK. He hasn't done like a Raw SmackDown yet. As I said, I think him and Tyler Bate. Um, he's only done it once. Like Raw. a Raw run. Yeah, he did Raw once when they did the. Uh, a UK Raw, he came up as like a special, uh, special like I guess random opponent. Mm-hmm. He didn't, he didn't come up doing that Survivor Series when they was just like bringing everybody from NXT up because I'm mm-hmm. like even like um Kylie Ray when she came. Nah, he like, wasn't there. I would have remembered he he was in one of those matches. No. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that that fatal fireway that should be a. Should be a banger though. Should be a bang. Who y'all? Who y'all think winning that? Maybe Cross. We got Cross. What about you, Chris? Um, Guardian. I gotta go with Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. You think Cole wins it back? Oh, um. You know what? No, surprisingly, I'm gonna go with O'Reilly. Mm. I'm throwing, I'm throwing in a, a random, throwing out a random, wild card, throwing out a wild card out there. Mm. That's a real wild card. Going yeah. with uh, Mr. O'Reilly. Before we jump, it was like O'Reilly Swagger Jack and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> Because of the jean jacket? Yeah. They're going to be like, who are you? And you just have that Spider-Man meme. And then even before we jump shit from um, NXT, I would like to say their inclusion of Ted DiBiase has been really fun to watch. Oh, yeah. That's been With, with Cameron um, Grimes. Yeah. And that's some that. shit that we talk about they should be doing on the main roster. Like, I get it. Most of these legends can't bump and shit like that. But you're telling me you can't use, like, a legend for, like, a promo or, like, a storyline with one of these young um, talents you have? Yeah. And I like how they brought back the million-dollar belt this week. Especially on the woman's side. Like, you're telling me you can't call a Victoria to, like, have, like, maybe a, a training montage with, like, a Liv Morgan or something? She ain't nothing to mess with. Fucking theme song will cause seizures. Mm. I ain't the lady to mess with. <laughs> Victoria, one hell of a woman. Mm. Indeed, she is. I'm on well, when um, she first, her, first, right, her first theme song when she first came on the on on, on Raw. 
all the things you say? Is that the one she was touching her face a lot? I don't think that was. I don't think that was the first. Uh, her first theme. It wasn't all, but at one point it was her like main theme song. No, it, it definitely was. Um, by tattoo, but it, I don't think that I don't believe that was her first. That's and when I she was, was like in her prime. Yeah, and then you know, you know, we all know about that song with tattoo. Mm. That was like the real coming out song right there. Could have been for sure. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what's going on here? Now, let's shit. Uh, the Dirk episode was was money was flames. We got any like closing remarks or we want to end with? Um, you know, uh, let's see what we got. Um, oh, absolutely. Um, all we know is that June, July, and August will be a hot boy or a hot girl summer. However, y'all want to split it and dice it. It' gonna be a hot lady, 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 lady summer. Yeah, that is for sure. We we got, you know, a lot of hot boy, hot girl things come up. We got some good things coming to wrestling, sports. You know, can't go wrong. Going into you know June, July, and August, especially with this shit being in Vegas, that mm-hmm. might be like a fool. Yeah, like. They, they going. They, they trying to go wild with that, especially with the whole, you know, all hands on deck comment. So we don't know who's coming up. Mm-hmm. We might get your boy that's um been up in the mountains coming back, Chris. Yo, he better be coming out like straight beard. I, I want to see like vintage Brock. Yeah, the beard, beard Brock, especially UFC. That shit was like a sight to behold. Yeah, I'm like, I, that's the that's the Brock I want to see. Like we just like we just took Brock out of the Canadian wilderness, um, wilderness. Like that's what I want to see, and it fits because we haven't seen that nigga since the whole pandemic. So he could be like he just crawled out of his cave and came to whoop some ass. Honestly, he was holding down the brand uh, during the pandemic. Who Brock at the beginning? Yeah, that oh that that was a funny tidbit. Like when Brock kept showing up to like every role for like the first ten roles. Yeah. And then everybody's like, what is going on? Why is Brock showing up every week? And he's like, I'm, I'm going back home. He was home. he was he was though he was holding it down. Um I know there's uh there's rumors they're trying to push real hard for Mr. John China to yeah. possibly go up one on one with the head of the table. It's time. It's time. Nice you know, time, because that's a good benchmark. Like right now, Roman Reigns is at the top, and then people see seeing that was somewhere at the top. You got to beat that nigga. And then there you go. Without theory about him and Rock, if he took Cena out, he's like, all right. I'll There's only one person left. left. He's like, you next. Mm-hmm. You next, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. Dwayne, that's the that's the money match right there. That's the money match. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne will be in Dallas. Dwayne we'll will see be Dwayne in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, we'll we'll see Dwayne in Dallas. Okay. You got you got a guarantee. We got a we got a prediction. Yeah. You know, know we, we got. I know we said we got it all. before, but Dallas, we might need Dallas. Well, what else we got going on? Uh, 
I know we got Moose and uh, Kenny Omega for the Impact World Championship at Against All Odds, which will take place at Daily Pass, the home of AEW. Hmm. And Mr. Sammy Callahan will be challenging the winner at Slammiversary. Hmm. Talk about the Forbidden Door. You let another door? company use... Oh, I guess because they probably want the fans. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. I see where that works out. But that's what yeah. happens with a relation, a uh, working, a working partnership. They people can help other people, and and probably for the first, because you know, also Impact has done like a lot of healing of their reputation. And yes. So this will be a chance, maybe like a clean start. They can see what a genuine fan reaction is to like their their wrestlers and their product. Agree. And we'll be we'll be having a Kenny and um Andrade match coming soon. Not on AEW, but yeah, not on soon. AEW. Triple Mania. But now it's a big thing. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be a hot summer for real. But um, thank you guys for checking with us. Episode forty one was a blast to record. As always, thanks for the support. Momentum going up, and the Go Home Boys is always here for you. Oh, we should mention one last wrestling thing. There is a new Japan World Champ, right, Chris? Mr. Shingo. Yep. Shout out to Shingo. But we already know Mr. Osprey was just like, I bet you should need, I think you need to start Googling what intro means. So he coming back for his. Mm. He going he gonna to get mine. <laughs> hey, okay. And um, very randomly, I was watching something that I normally don't normally watch. But I was watching WWE main event. Why? I, I had nothing else to do. And um, there was a match between um, Angel Garza and Ali. If uh, if you guys haven't seen it, give it a look. The shit was a banger. Hey, okay. I, yo, Ali for the past month, he's been putting on bangers down there. Uh, Ali's been putting out bangers. Um, Angel Garza, who... Who still hasn't gotten his burn, but he will. Yeah. I think he's a blue chip prospect. Yeah, like I like how Ali's been taking the yo. They not giving me no rub on roll, so I'm put on bangers here and get y'all main event. Yeah, for the main event and get y'all attention, and you know they've been bringing him up now on roll. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um, they did the same thing with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought main event? This was the place to be. It's where it is. It's two oh eight. It's two oh eight live. It's a low key. It's a low key underground. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the Bollywood boys. Hey. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, I'm Gucci. Yeah. I'm Gucci too. Great episode, fellas. It was lit. Uh, we got the rest of the playoffs. Um, playoffs. <laughs> yeah, playoffs. So we got NBA play. NBA playoffs has been lit. So if nobody's checking them out, please do support basketball and the Idris Elba commercial. That's game. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you. I thought you want to pull some Sean Smith. Like, let's please support women's basketball. Yeah. When I go see Sabrina in a couple of weeks, I'll, I'll start saying that on the show. Are you going to see Sabrina? <laughs> yeah. How's she doing? She's doing well. She's probably, you know, it's funny before we leave. It's so Nick Luck that as soon as the Liberty leave Madison Square Garden, then they get a transcendent talent. 
they've been they've been they've been freed. <laughs> they've been freed. Well, hopefully, but they got they got a banger with Sabrina. So um, yeah, guys, episode forty two on the way. Enjoy the hot boy summer, y'all. We out. Yeah.